This week on episode 69 of the Odd Dad Out podcast, I'm back and I realize it's been a month, but I, I swear I've got a good reason. Uh, <laughs> this week, my wife will actually be joining me for a bit to share in some of the, the fun that was our vacation and, and doing her part to make fun of some of the news stories because I've got news from Texas and, and I've got some other fun stuff to go on about. So without further ado, let's get going. Beginning on that out podcast in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. And this week we've kind of got, we're back in the good old crossover territory because after like months and months, I finally got my wife, Rihanna, back behind the mic. He dragged me here against my will. If you're listening to this, no, hi everybody, I'm fine. (laughs) But... This is the show where I, we, and today we share we. kind of our, our twisted view of, of, of stuff and sure, and family stories and what's going on. And I make fun of, of weird news shit for your entertainment. Am I getting paid to be here? I'm not. I should. I, I, if I had money, I'm sure. Okay. We can put it right out of our bank account, right back into our bank account. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you owe me a puppy. But all of that aside, <laughs> thank you for coming on the show this week, dear. Yay! It's 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 been a long time. It's been a long time. I I am now a month. That it's actually been a month since the last show. And in, in case you missed the little update thingy I threw up, because I threw yeah. up, yeah, I th- <laughs> sorry. You okay? Uh, Do you need yeah, something? I threw up an update. Yep. Sounds uh, painful. I know. A weekend update. But uh, yeah, basically right off we came our, off our vacation, our computer died, or more specifically my computer died, mm-hmm. which was you know kind of the heart of the show, and it kind of and limited my ability to produce the show. And then we get the whole, our, our now two-year-old is... Oh my god, he's two! Yes, ah. he is two as of yesterday. But he is mobile, basically. He's very mobile. <laughs> he's very mobile. So I went from having a, a, a child that was easily restrainable to one that stands outside the door while I'm recording, <laughs> screaming banging. at banging on the door and screaming at me, which makes it really hard to record. So, Understandably. Yeah. So, and between dead computers, waiting on new computers, and... You're welcome. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, dear. And and screaming children, it's been, a, it's been difficult to record. But I am back, and I've got tons of new stories and tons of old stories, and, and the age of stuff that's coming up this week is kind of all over the place because some of them I just couldn't let go. And since she's been chiming in anyway, care to introduce yourself to the other side of the audience, dear? Hi, everybody. (laughs) I'm the wife. (laughs) 
I'm just going to say you did volunteer to be on the show. I'm four foot ten and a half. I like long walks on the beach. No, you don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I love when people leave me the fuck alone. That's like my favorite. Um, yeah. Yeah. An okay. interesting fact about myself is... Actually, I do have one. You have one. <clears throat> In 2010, I held several world champion spots on Mario Kart for the Wii. Mm. Way back in the day. Way back in the day. Yep. I sure did. <laughs> like actual world champion spots. Yep. Like legit. Yep. Fight me. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I guess it would... You know, it's it's been about a month since the last show, and it's you know, I intended and I'd said at the time that oh yeah I'm gonna I'm taking a week off we're going on our family vacation, and like I said blue screen of death and kids and rowdiness and here we are a month later, but I will say though that vacation, <laughs> I feel like I need a vacation after the vacation. It was fun though. We kids had fun. Yeah, we had fun. There's always, you know, drama and stress and everything on every vacation. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I feel like this year the drama was a little bit worse. Yeah. Because it happened in front of the boys, which was not cool. Yeah. But, like I said, the boys had fun, and that's what matters. I'm just yeah. stressed out by everything. Yeah. But, like, you know, as you say, stress is your security blanket. It really is. If I don't have something to stress about, I stress about it. Like <laughs> You stress about not having something to stress about. It's, yeah. It's kind of a self-fulfilling it's prophecy. It's anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> it's an actual thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, so actually the stress of vacation for me started the day before vacation because I got a lovely phone call from the boys' school saying that, oh... You know, we know the principal left, yeah. and there was that shakeup that nobody knew was coming, yeah, and nobody like, knows why it happened. Year. Yeah, like, like end of the, last year, she. Yeah, we just don't even know officially if she was fired, or if she quit, or what exactly the. I have no clue. Real what da went down, but I have no clue. All I know is that we got a letter in the mail saying that she's not there anymore. Yeah, <clears throat> but I got a call the Friday before we leave for vacation. Mind you, this is in the middle of July. Saying that, oh, our one Montessori certified teacher has decided to leave. No. And we can't find another Montessori certified teacher that is also state certified because we are a public school. Yeah. Teachers have to be state certified. And because we want to be Montessori, they we would like them to be Montessori certified as well. We no. couldn't find anybody that was both, so we just hired state. So we're not going to be a Montessori anymore. Yeah. And I was like, well... Let me put it to you this way. You're now telling me that you are no longer Montessori, which was the number one reason why we were going there. Yeah. Number two reason why we were there was because of the principal and because of how welcome she made us feel. And she knew every single kid by name and their parents and their siblings, yeah. even if they weren't in the school. And their Montessori kindergarten teacher was a saint. Yes. So you're telling me that my three reasons for being at that school are gone. gone. Well, so are we. Yeah. And that started this whole 
saga to find another to find another school yeah so there's a very 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 well-renowned school charter school in our area that has done amazing on all performance standards they are highly ranked in pretty much every category recognized and all these fun things yeah from like academics to best place to work it's got everything you know and so it's a it's a really 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 good school what i really like about it is that kinder through eighth grade are all on the same campus yeah so the boys would all be together everything would be amazing here's the catch it's basically like applying to harvard this is like an ivy league fucking charter school like yeah Seriously, you have to submit an intent form for each kid, basically just saying that, hey, we're interested. Once they look at that and say, okay, well, you're eligible to apply, then you can apply. After you apply, you still have to be accepted yeah. or waitlisted. Yep. So here's what we're dealing with. One kid got accepted. One kid is still waitlisted. School started today. Yep. So Charlie is still going to the old school that is no longer Montessori. Damien is going to the new amazing school that we love. And yeah, that's that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. Fun times. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, arrival and dismissal times are complete yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum. They yeah. are nowhere near each other. The schools are 10 minutes apart. Yep. You know, it's just... <sighs> a lot more headache. It's a mess. And we're really hoping that Charlie ends up at the new school soon within the first few weeks because it's you know it's a headache but you know we'll see how it all goes yeah we'll give it a few weeks and <sighs> see how it goes yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's all we can do we know that ultimately we want all the boys in this school so if charlie yeah. doesn't get in next or this year then he'll get in next year yeah for sure so it's just a matter of getting them all there yeah but yeah so today was damien's first day of school and you cried i did not well i did a little when i walked out of the classroom yeah you didn't cry in front of him no i was good you you cried at home no i didn't and then like every little paper that his teacher has sent home has made you cry my god because the woman writes these like Little poems on everything that's like, your son is no longer with you. He's with me. And you're sad. And I'm like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> like, I know I am. You don't got to point it out. Like In poem form. In poem form. Like, enough. Calm down with the verse. But she's managed to make you cry three times. And I've only met her twice. Yeah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> God. No, but I I like her. She's really sweet. Yeah, she seems really sweet. I have not met her. I just saw the really bubbly, happy person that was... She's very, very bubbly. Very bubbly. But she's sweet. I like her. She's funny. She's got a good sense of humor. Yeah. So... That's good. Yeah. So I like her. You know, I haven't had a chance to warn her about Damien, but I have a feeling that she'll find out on her own. Yeah. Or he'll be completely different at school. and Yeah, much like Charlie. Charlie is like a saint and he's one of the most popular kids in his school. Here, we want to, you know, upside his head every, every day. Yeah, he's kind of a bully to his brothers and you usually want to go upside his head for, for mouthing off. So it's, yeah. it's kind of, hey, you're a different person. He's not person. so popular here. He's not so popular here. <laughs> uh, 
School's fun. Yeah. But yeah. So that's our that's our latest drama. Yeah. But going back to vacation, I had to do all of this intent to enroll application, find all of their documents. While I'm not even home to find their documents, I had to have our house sitter, who is our sister. Yeah. My sister-in-law, your yeah, sister. Yeah, like my sisters, but well, <laughs> we're like, well, we are hey. in Texas, like in hotels, <laughs> and we're calling, asking my sister, "Hey, here's the keys to our lockbox. Like, here's this where is the where box we is. keep them. Here's where the box is. And here's, here's where, where the, the box is. Can, Can you take a picture of these certain documents? Yeah." And send it to my phone so that I can upload it to their website so I can submit these stupid applications. It was a mess, y'all. Oh, my gosh. But we got it done, and he got in. <sighs> Damien got in. Damien Charlie got, got waitlisted. Charlie got waitlisted. But it got done. But, yeah, I mean, all that craziness. And I, I, I do know. want to clarify. He got waitlisted because of the amount of enrollment this yeah. year. He didn't get waitlisted for, like, academics or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, it's not like, you know, because you said Harvard. You're like, oh, he wasn't good enough to get in. It's like, it's, it's kind of a first-come, well, state law is first-come, first-serve. Right. And there were just not in, and they do have, a, that school has a, a classroom cap. They're and, allowed to because they're a charter school. Yeah. And they can so, set their own cap. And their cap is at 24. And they have three third-grade classes. And all three of them are at capacity. Yeah. So, so until we get, we need to get you know three kids to drop out of school in the third <laughs> grade. It's like, hey, kids drop out of school every year. Third graders can yeah. drop out of school too. He's third or on the wait list. Or whatever. But so we need three kids, one in each class. That's all we need. Yep. <laughs> Such bad influences. I don't hey, care. we're just wishing for people to move out of the this school. We just need three people to move out of this school so that ours can go in there. There that's you all, go. That's all we need. That's all we need. But, yeah. Speaking of Texas, you said you had some fun Texas news. I have some Texas news. Hit and me I, with one. And I want to start with, actually, the story that happened while we were on vacation, where we were on vacation, because as, as, old, as, as old as this is, because this happened at the beginning of July, while we were in Corpus Christi, uh... There was the story that came out about the ATM technician <laughs> that got locked inside the ATM while he was <laughs> working on it. Now, imagine you're going to the ATM and you need to get cash for, I don't know, let's say you're having a shopping spree, so you're going to go get 40 bucks. I was going to say drugs because what do you need cash for nowadays, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> you're doing what you're going to do and you're going to go to the ATM and get cash. And with your cash and your receipt comes a little handwritten note that says, help me. Help me, I'm locked in the ATM. Do you A, think it's a joke, and walk off. B, call the number that's on the piece of paper that you were handed. Or C, just do nothing. Well, apparently most people chose A. They thought it was some sort of prank or that people were playing a joke on them. And didn't call the number. Nope. Didn't do anything. They just kind of laughed and walked off. Well, the guy was actually stuck inside the ATM. And he wrote, like, please help. I'm stuck. Call my boss. And wrote his boss's number. My phone is in my truck. This is my boss's phone number. Please call him. He was repairing the door to the ATM. And for those people who don't know how ATMs work, there's basically a little room inside the bank. 
where they have all the access to the back, and that's how they refill the, the ATM and all that stuff. Well, the door was was busted. He was fixing the lock. It works. Lock works real good. It works real good now. Or maybe it doesn't, and that was the problem, because yeah, in my experience, those doors do open from the inside. <laughs> but in his case, it didn't open it, from it the inside. And it, it took him several hours to convince somebody that, no, this is legit, like, help somebody me. Somebody please call me. Somebody actually called the number. And then, well, they called nine one one, and then they're like, "Yeah, they, police show up, and he's still putting notes out." And they're like, "Hey, what's going on in there?" <laughs> so Help me. They call his boss, and they get him out, and all these things. But I'm like, really, you bunch of fucking assholes! Somebody, somebody's saying, "Help me," and you just are walking the hell away. They're like, oh, it's a prank. Yeah. How the hell did you get a help me note? How did several people get notes saying, "Help me"? Yeah. From the ATM with your cash. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, at the very least, if you think it's a prank, you are... Call the cops. I think like something is wrong with that ATM. Yeah, I think Call somebody's been fucking or... with the ATM and, oh, shit, what if there's, like, somebody's... Identity theft or identity something. Identity theft you shit, know. yeah. Call somebody. <laughs> but no, most people chose A. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everyone talked, oh, no, it's funny, bye. Assholes. Is this Ashton Kutcher? Is this pranked? Uh, Where's the cameras? Dumb assholes. assholes. <laughs> 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 We're not cynical. Uh, not at all. Okay. And this, another Texas story, and this is actually much more recent. Uh, this actually came up last week. But a uh, Texas man shoots an armadillo. Because <laughs> you do. Because that's what you do in Texas. Uh, why the fuck would you shoot an armadillo anyway? What the fuck they do wrong to you? It's like a harmless ass animal anyway. Yeah. They're like, they are really, they're just a state mascot. They're a fucking useless animal. They're just kind of dumb. There's just kind of a thing. It turns into a ball and it rolls away. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been up close and personal with one. Yeah. So. I've only ever know. seen them as roadkill. So whatever. Exactly. But a Texas man shoots an armadillo. The bullet, sh- the bullet ricochets back and hits him in the face. Did he die? No, he didn't die. It like. Hit him in the eye, and he's all right, and he's still a dumb fucker. What? It's, it's just these are the kind Why of. Why are you going to shoot something that literally has armor? Like I know it's when they refer to armadillos as having armor, they're not dicking around. They they really do. They're a tough animal to to shoot. Obviously, it took the guy three times to shoot the thing and kill it, and it still bit him in the well, bit him in the face to come back. <laughs> it bit me. Uh, you'll shoot your eye out. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what happened. You haven't you seen armadillos? Haven't you seen a Christmas story? You'll shoot your eye out. Ah, <laughs> uh, people. People. <laughs> no, I'm talking Texans. I'm sorry. Hey. I have, no, that shit was not going to happen here. It was not going to happen here. That is a very Texan thing to do. You know, we might be gun happy in Arizona. We're not just going to randomly shoot an armadillo. Mostly because them out here. I, I think there's is, is a species here, but they're just not as you know. We're not going to go shooting them. You might shoot a rattlesnake, but you're not going to shoot an armadillo. Probably trying to catch it. Okay, I'm going to have one because I can't pass on a coffee story. I think it's just been established. I can't pass on a coffee story. So <laughs> a coffee. 
a like specialty fancy schmancy coffee has been recalled for containing the active ingredients in Viagra. Nice. And I guess you could say it's so like, it'll get you up and get, get you up. Get you up. Yep. Huh. Um, <laughs> so Doofer. yep. That's it's 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 like one of those like herbal. Oh, we're an all natural brand, and we and you know, all this fancy schmancy shit. And apparently, it was actually the the nature of the coffee. It was supposed to be a a pick me up. It was supposed to be a sexual booster coffee. But what they found was that, which I don't understand. How the fuck do you make something that's intended to do that and not think of what in your mix is it that does it? But uh, from Best Herbs Coffee, they voluntarily recalling their coffee after they found one of the ingredients is structurally similar to sildenafil. I can barely say it slow once. Uh, the active ingredient in Viagra. Uh, they're recalling it oh, also because they had undeclared milk ingredients. Um, but the coffee is marketed as a male enhancement drink. There are lots of big air quotes here. <laughs> but the reason they're recalling it is because the presence of that chemical, is, it's kind of like the reason why there's all the heart warnings on Viagra. It's like, oh, yeah. if you have a weak heart or you're taking these kind of meds, don't take Viagra. Well... This coffee has those same ingredients. They're like, hey, don't Therefore drink. Therefore, it would have yeah. the same effects. You're going to have these same possible side effects. That and makes sense. Yeah. So, they're like, hey, uh, if you have high blood pressure or high cholesterol or heart disease, uh, don't drink this coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Consult your doctor consult before. Your, yeah. Consult your doctor before drinking your morning coffee. And then there's the whole <laughs> milk allergy thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. You know, I drove by a uh, billboard out here the other day that said, get more starch in your noodle. Oh, yeah. I fucking love like, those. Are you, I love really? those. those like, so, there's a bunch of those. Really? <laughs> there's another one that's got enough lead in your pencil. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're... Wow. Kids aren't going to get these these billboards, but they're, you know, every adult wow. that them gets exactly what they're talking about. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. It's for that, I cannot remember the name of the place, but it's that for that one like male health clinic that's yeah. out here. That's fucking great. I love those. I love those boards. I'm surprised you haven't seen it by now. No, that was well because I don't pass many signs. Yeah. You know. Ah. Okay. This is all the lighter side of the news too. So we're. we're but I want to finish this this segment on a, an uplifting story before we get into the crazy Didn't assholes. We just have an uplifting story. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, a happy, po- a positive a story. Happy ending. Hmm. There's a happy ending to this segment uh, <laughs> because this is about a pregnant doctor. Oh Lord! So we went from Ed Coffee to Ed Coffee to pregnant, pregnant. doctor. Did, but this is a cool story. Did her husband have some of that ED coffee? <laughs> Pregnant doctor stops her own labor to deliver one of her patient's babies. That seems unsafe. So, this doctor who was, like, ready to pop, like, being induced nine months pregnant... She's sitting there getting ready. They're, like, about to bring... Like, basically, they're waiting for them to come in and induce her. She hears screaming coming from the next room. Her husband's like, 
wow, she like it wasn't like a normal doctor labor. Hey, this is you know what's this going on? You're in a hospital. You're in the delivery area. Women are screaming. It happens. Yep, it does. That's just part of the delivery area. That's <laughs> we've the, we've had that. That's what the delivery the, area the of the lady hospital next is. Next door to you decided not to take any medications. So we're sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but you're like something sounds off, and so they're like, hold on a second. I'm going to go check this out because she is a, you know, an OB. She's, a and she's an OB in that hospital, so she swings next door to find it is one of her patients mm-hmm. who is going into labor. So she's already like in her gown. They throw a second gown over her back, yeah. so it basically just looks like she's wearing a coat. And he's yeah. like, unless you look from, it, and she's like, unless you look at the back and realize that it's a, a backwards hospital gown, she looked normal. But she basically grabbed some gloves, threw on a second gown, walked in there, and delivered her patient's baby, as opposed to actually having her own. <laughs> that just seems unsafe. She successfully, I mean, it's her job to deliver babies. Well, I mean, I get that, but to, I don't know. Hmm. So she was waiting for the IVs and to get hooked up to the monitors. Oh, and okay, so she wasn't hooked yeah, up to Yeah, she wasn't hooked up to anything. She okay. was yeah, she was waiting for them to come in to get her See, all I'm set. I'm imagining and, like, yeah, let Oh me god, no, if she was wheel this <laughs> Here, honey. <laughs> can, you, can you just move this here, out of the way? Hold on and, to these tubes while I yeah. here, hold these tubes down while I reach in. <laughs> yeah, not, exactly. Not, like, not that. Yeah, they were waiting to get her hooked up. Like but, this this does not mm-mm. here, hold this bag. <laughs> yeah, no, <not> ex- exactly. <laughs> like, how far along in the process were we here? Because it gets pretty gruesome after a minute. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought that was like, wow, that's a co- that's a damn committed doctor. I I love those kind of stories. Good on her. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, da, 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 da. yeah. The on call doctor hadn't shown up yet. Basically, uh, they're waiting on the other doctor. He's like, shit, she's gonna pop now. Yeah. I'm right here. I'll do it. <laughs> so that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I looked pretty normal. I don't think you could tell. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah, uh, and I guess she didn't even realize like the her patient. I mean, obviously, you know, if your doctor was pregnant, we we've seen we've had that yeah. before. But you know, you don't realize that your doctor was giving birth down the hall when <laughs> she yeah. came in to deliver your kid. <laughs> Uh, it was always funny when I went in because our um, nurse practitioner was pregnant at the same time that I was with Sam. Yeah. And it was always funny when I go in because, you know, she was talking about when she was due and I was like, oh, so are you going to take some time off? She's like, yeah, you know, I really want to take this long for maternity leave. But, you know, Dr. Ahem. I won't say her name on her. Uh, but, you know, the doctor really doesn't want me to take that long. <laughs> She's like, you know, it was a very small practice. Yeah. But. And like, really, those, the practitioners there did so much of the work. It was. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, when it, the nurse practitioner pretty much saw everybody because the doctor was doing deliveries. Yeah. And nurse practitioners can't do deliveries. So you pretty much, until like the very end, you would have like one or two appointments with the doctor. Yeah. Other than that, you typically saw the nurse practitioner, which was totally fine with me. I had a really good relationship with almost everybody in that office. There was one that I didn't like, but yeah. nah. Um, 
But yeah, I was always like, oh, you know, <laughs> do you know what you're having yet? We'd always talk about her baby as opposed to, oh, yeah, I'm here for mine. Um, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> we're good. I mean, we're, we're, you know, at this point, kid number four, it's an old hat. Exactly. <laughs> like, we've been like, through this shit. This is baby four. She's like, she was always, do you have any questions? Uh, been through this before. No? Are we done? <laughs> Can I just text you? <laughs> yeah. uh, all right well i wanted to end the, that first bit on that happy segment just because it was a that was a cool. positive story to end before we get into the thick of the crazy and stupid and bullshit <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know if i'm gonna stick around for that simply well, because it is 10 15 i do have overtime in the morning <laughs> Well, I think you'll appreciate some of these. So I'll see if I can keep her around for the next, the next bit of news. You gonna pay me? With what? Mm-hmm. There's ice cream. <gasps> yes. I'll pay you with ice cream. Okay, I'll stay. Okay. All right. <laughs> we will be back after ice cream uh, with ice cream after these uh, Potter and Family promo uh, breaks. What is the Potter and Family? Hey, this is Shane. That's not Shane. That's a robot set by the government. And that's Kenny from I'm now. A that I'm a robot too. From now that I'm older. More like now that I'm robots. This is Gabriel Russo from the Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear podcast. This is Steve from the Drift and Ramble podcast. This is Nick from the Epic Film Guys podcast. This is Emily from the Story Behind. This is Adam from Everyone Has a Podcast. This is Sean Harrigan from the Cinescape podcast. We are you podcasters coming together in a community to help one another grow so follow us on twitter at potter family and use the hashtag potter family in your tweets and retweet other people who do the same potter family where great podcasts come home welcome to the boondoggle podcast my name's alex and i'm dimitri and here at the boondoggle we are a comedy podcast created by two pals with dark humor to entertain the masses did you just finger guns me when you did Absolutely, that? Absolutely, Alex. Why would you do that? Because finger guns are the most genuine way to get your point across when you're trying to say something absolutely like irrelevant and not believable. I hate myself. Finger guns. Finger He's guns. Like, he really meant it. <laughs> this guy's for real. He's so genuine. Look at this guy. I appreciate that honesty. It's like, this guy, he's getting a promotion. He's like, what? Oh my God. Finger guns the boss. He's like, God damn, you're my boss now. <laughs> you're my boss now. <laughs> Anyways. Tune in to us. Uh, you can hear us on a lot of sites. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, anywhere pretty much. And be able to tune in every single Friday to hear what we have to say. Once again, signing off. My name's Alex. And I'm Dimitri. And this is the Boondoggle Podcast. Okay, kicking off the weird bullshit in the news. Now that I have ice cream. Now that you have ice cream. Let's start with the clown, because we were talking about this earlier Fuck today. Fuck you, let's not. We're, we're gonna, you don't have to see the clown. But we were just talking earlier about the whole, the, the crazy clown stuff going on you know, late last year, and like last summer. And everyone's kind of, no, pay no attention to that weird clown shit. Well, a a uh, crazy clown in Maine. <laughs> how to 
I guess I should just read the headline because it kind of sums up the situation. Headlines usually do that. Yeah. It, it just gives you a better scope. Uh, machete-wielding one-armed clown arrested for terrorizing town. Huh. Yep. There's something you don't see every day. And now, here, here's the twist. Because there's always a twist. The machete was duct-taped to the amputated arm. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to hold a machete with my good hand. That wouldn't make any sense. Well, he couldn't do anything. Mm. Like if he's going to rob something, he wouldn't be able to because he's got a machete in his only hand. <laughs> the f- I mean, it makes sense. Checks out. I'm good with it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Fucking guy. Concerned citizens called the police. <laughs> Concerned citizens. I've been and said a man dressed as a clown, armed with a machete, was... Uh, armed. <laughs> <laughs> One-armed. Re-armed. Prosthetic armed with a machete. Armed. Was... <laughs> was uh, hanging around near the convenience store. Did nobody else catch that joke? Because, damn, they really missed out. <laughs> So, yeah, state troopers show up. The guy runs off into the woods because, you know, creepy clowns hang out in the woods, apparently. Apparently. Uh, (laughs) Apparently they lost him. (laughs) Apparently they lost him in the woods. Like an hour later, another patrol car in the area spotted a creepy clown walking out of the woods. Why the fuck didn't you take the mask off? (laughs) I'm just going to go with that. Dude. He's only got one arm. It's obviously his good one. <laughs> the one with a hand on it is the one that's good. You know, or maybe lose the machete arm and the clown mask when the cops are looking for you. But no, this dumb fuck walks out of the <laughs> woods, still wearing the fucking clown mask, still with a machete duct taped to his arm. Of course. Because, I mean, to be fair, he obviously wasn't smart enough to... <laughs> to not walk around with a machete taped to his arm. Right. So, be, you know, he wouldn't be smart enough to maybe take the mask off. But nah. really? <laughs> that's actually, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, I'm going to keep that with me forever. <laughs> Armed with a machete. <laughs> Is it? Oh, <laughs> the, the armed bit. Uh, yeah, and so, and the witness is whether he meant to do anything or not, it's pretty scary. You think? I was like, meant to do. Pretty sure somebody that goes through the trouble of taping machete to their amputated arm and dressing up like a crazy clown has intent to do something. Yeah. Uh, he got charged with criminal threatening and he. Yeah. That's a thing. I guess. Is that when you like threaten a criminal or you threaten in a criminal way? I think it's threatening in a criminal way. He didn't actually assault anybody. He didn't rob anybody. He didn't technically hurt anybody, but he sure scared the shit out of a lot of people. I mean, I hate clowns. Yeah. So I'd probably pass out. He could have been killed for murder or he could have been booked for murder if I was there. I'd have died. Hard attack. Yeah. I think it's manslaughter. He didn't technically intend to you kill know, you. You can't spell manslaughter without laughter. <laughs> and that joke works so much better when you're talking about a clown with a machete. <laughs> there you have it, folks. 
That was his motivation the whole time. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Alright. Moving on. This one's kind of sad. Okay. Chinese family thinks their son is too handsome to be theirs. <laughs> this isn't my kid. He's too pretty. Put it you're back. too handsome to be my son. And they were right. Oh, no. So, basically, the, the, their son's 28 years old. So, damn near 30 years. They've been being told, this couple has been told, that your boy is so handsome, are you sure he's yours? Oh, my God. And, you know, not to be racist or anything, but when it comes to people of the Asian persuasion, they're either really good looking or just dog ugly. That's basically the two... You don't see a lot of of middle-of-the-road attractive Asians. I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I don't know. I mean, and when it comes to Asian males, either they look like, you know, businessmen or they look like girls. (laughs) Or both. Yeah. Depends on what day of the week it is, I guess. Um, But, yeah, so this... This this couple has been told for their entire life, their son's entire life, oh, your son is way too good looking. Like, (laughs) I guess they don't show the dad. They just show a picture of the son. Hmm. Who I honestly don't think was that good looking, but God, if if he's too good looking to be their kid, how <laughs> the fuck ugly are his parents? Wow. But they only interview the mom and son in, in the article because, guess what? This fight actually caused them to split up. Hmm. Because for so many years, there was always that question. Everybody was questioning him being their son. Like... Him being their son is in the hospital messed up or like mom cheated. He, yeah, it was, he was under the assumption, oh, she must have cheated on me. This mm-hmm. isn't my son. I'm not that good looking. And they keep referring to the dad not being good looking at all. It's like, Poor guy. the dad's not here to defend himself. He's an ugly fuck. <laughs> but yeah, my dad was too fucking ugly. There's no way I came from him. And so, yeah, they, he ended up leaving her. Thinking because like she never owned up to it because she never did cheat on him. They did a DNA test later because she just got tired of all of it. And like he's a you know grown adult, he's twenty eight. They mm-hmm. do a DNA test and find out not only is no oh, they did a paternity test mm-hmm. and the paternity test came back he's not your son. So he's like oh fuck this shit you've been lying to me for all these years mm-hmm. bye. Well they do another DNA test and find out um he's not yours either. Yeah, for mom. And find out that like all they they have nothing to go on. All they know is he's not theirs. Is wow. that they're like he had to have been switched at the hospital. Mm-hmm. But this is China, nearly thirty years ago. They Good don't luck. have the records. Yeah, they're like there's no records from the hospital from that time. They have no fucking way of finding out. And you, you feel bad for him because there's I mean, not even any way of knowing if he was born the same day as their kid. Yeah, theoretically, like it could, yeah, be a whole lot of fuck ups. But they're like, there's no paperwork. There's no way they can, like, short of somebody else having the same wow. issue. Or like, hey, is your kid too ugly to be yours? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're switched. Other than that, wow, and being able to track down that family that's got their ugly kid, they're 
I mean, I, I would hope with that revelation that, hey, this is just a straight up, you know, kid switch. He's not our kid at all. Yeah. Maybe dad would come back and they could, you know, work as a family to find their kid. I mean, yeah, they've raised him their entire life. He's the only parents that he's ever known and all that. But yeah. given the situation. For all intents and purposes, he is their kid. Yeah. He, but they, yeah. I'm sure they would want to find I think it, their I've, actual yeah, kid. Yeah, I think all parties involved would want to find the actual children. Kind of like that. that and was the that, actual parents. Yeah, the actual children and the actual parents, just so you know. Yeah. Just to know, because that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a lot of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, for, if you want to go for, for medical reasons, shit, you'd want to know. Because, obviously, true. like, you need a Trust kidney. <laughs> it's hard not knowing your family's medical history. Yeah. My mom's whole side of the family, I got no freaking clue. Yeah. But, shit, you need a kidney, your parents are nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they help you with zip. I would just threw a kidney out there. If I need a kidney, I need to look into that. <laughs> you really should. I should look you into that. You don't even know your blood type. I don't know my blood type. All I know is I've good. got one kidney. So I, I really should you really be. should, I should have be, that checked I out. I should have that checked out. It's like, hey, anybody in the family, you know, just in case I need one. <laughs> anybody thanks. willing to donate? Anybody? Um, <laughs> you should really find out your blood type first. Yeah, probably. Just saying. But that's, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> but yeah. Here's the, here's the picture of the kid. He's not that good looking. How, how the fuck ugly was... Like, if he's not that good looking, how the fuck ugly were his parents? Wow. <laughs> he's the pretty one. <laughs> Goddamn. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so, this week, because it's been a month, I am, I, I'm doubling down on the jackass of the week. Yep, I've got a pair of them. One of them is an old story, one's a new one, but I, I couldn't let either one go. So, getting back to uh, stupid dumbasses, I think I will lead off with at a animal sanctuary. A, a, a man was mauled after taunting a bear at the animal sanctuary. Hmm. Gee. Hmm. No, you this think? was this was like an animal sanctuary at like a temple. So these are like sacred animals. Yeah. And so you it's would like Arizona, they're just wandering around. Well, this is more like, hey, it's like they're in a zoo, but it's not like they're behind a thirty foot wall you know, wall that's like thirty feet away and there's lots of perimeter and electrified fences and shit. This is hey, you can reach over the wall and feed the bears. Yeah, and give dumb. them and give them offerings because these are sacred animals and you're you're uh, giving. Well, this dumb fuck decided he wanted to hang a bowl of rice on a string, <laughs> <laughs> and and hit the bear in the head with it and tease the bear with the fucking rice. Well, the bear grabbed the string, yanked the fucking dude down into the pen, and mauled the ever living shit out of him. And Jeez. he somewhere in there he got knocked unconscious. Yeah, cause, and this place is run by monks, because <laughs> it's a temple. But the you know people start screaming, people start like grabbing sticks and like trying to literally poke the bear to get him to let this guy go. Just drags him further back and just mauls the shit out of him. It's like the monks and everybody they called emergency people and whatever the theoretically Chinese version of nine one one is. I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, I'm not going to make any more Chinese jokes because I, <laughs> I think my last observation was offensive enough. But yeah, they, but they, you know, they, they distract the bear. They get this fucking guy out of there. He apparently is last I heard in critical condition, but you know, I've never seen somebody. Okay. I know I've covered one story of somebody getting mauled by a bear that didn't do something dumb first. Mm-hmm. They didn't do something stupid to, I hate to say, deserve getting mauled by a bear. <laughs> the only one I remember is the lady who, well, no, I remember why she deserved it because they were all being dumb. But it was a lady who got mauled by a bear during a marathon. <laughs> and then you find out, oh, these dumb fucks were doing a marathon through a wildlife preserve <sighs> in yeah. bear season. So all of y'all deserve to get fucking mauled by bears because you're being dumb. But there was that one guy who was just hiking and got mauled by the same bear like two or three times. Oh yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, seriously? <laughs> There's that guy. You know, like he legit should he not le- have lived. Yeah, that dude legit should not have lived. You know, so you know, props to that guy for living. But you know <laughs> what, dumb fuck Chinese guy, don't hit bears with bowls of rice. You think on strings? Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to even say, if you're going to be a dumbass and, th- and hit a bear with a bowl of rice, throw it. <laughs> Make sure it's a panda. They're super chill. They're still, well, yeah, they're not, they're not killer bears. Pandas nah. aren't killer bears. I mean, they, they're they veg- like, ooh, does this have food? Oh, man, it's empty. Fuck. Yeah. Panda, vegetarian bears. That doesn't even sound right. But <laughs> They're like the Californians of the bear world. I don't know. Californians are kind of uptight nowadays. <laughs> they used Speaking to be of chill. Californians and being uptight, everybody wants in on a new diet craze, right? Everybody's like, you know, ooh, we're going to go super low carb and <clears throat> we're going to go all organic. And now the new one is gluten free. Yeah, everyone's all gluten free. Everybody's gluten free. Even though nobody really needs to be gluten free unless they have celiacs. Yeah. It's actually like bad for you unless you have celiacs or like some sort of like actual medical like gluten problem. Yep. So I am one of those people. Yay. I don't have celiacs, but apparently with my thyroid medication, I have developed an intolerance to gluten. Yeah. Or I should say like- gluten. I I have a more pronounced reaction to gluten than I used to before because it never really agreed with me that well before. Yeah. I still ate it because I fucking love bread. Yep. But, so now I'm gluten free. Yeah. There's a lot of shit I can still eat. I know. It's kind of fabulous. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with it. I miss bread. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot. Eating gluten free is expensive in some respects. In some, yes. If but you're just not cutting shit out, then it's all right. But if you're trying to eat normal and go gluten free, then yeah, you're going to spend like three times as much. Yeah. That gluten free biscuit. If you're trying is to stupid. have like, yeah, if you're trying to have like gluten free biscuit or pizza and you have to like make the, you have to get the flour and. Yeah, that shit just okay. gets ludicrous. Yeah, it's, it's insane. But <clears throat> a lot of Mexican food, y'all. Yeah. It's gluten free. <laughs> eat, Mex- eat, eat authentic Mexican. It's gluten free. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> your corn tortillas and all your meats, all that. It's all, yeah. Authentic Mexican is gluten free. Don't worry about it. Don't even ask. 
Just don't eat the flour. Don't eat the flour for tortillas, and you're fine. The tortillas, the tortillas. Ah, okay. (laughs) Sidebar over. (laughs) All right, and I'm I'm sure you're gonna cringe at this, but my my other jackass this week. Women stranded on river for six hours Mm -hmm. because they thought it ran in a circle. Wait. Yeah. What? Yeah. So. Because they're, they're in fucking a boat. dumb. They're they're like they're like rafting a river. They're like doing what like the Salt River or or in Texas the the Guadalupe. The river. The river. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them here in Texas. There's like two. There's one. But there's there's one that you raft and but yeah. There's the river there's, and there's the lake. Yeah. But you go tubing down the river. Mm-hmm. They were going tubing down a river, mm-hmm. and I guess they were so dumb that the guy at the at the start getting them all set up in their tubes was like, "Oh yeah, it's just a big circle. You'll just come right back around." And they fucking believed him. These bitches rode six hours down river. Wow. I don't think this is getting back to the start. Never mind the fact that there were other people in the river. Yep. Got out. Mm-hmm. Started walking. They just fucking kept going. To the point where, like, again, six hours later, they're down. They're downstream. They finally stopped. Gotten out. Like, I don't think this is gonna get back to start. They ended up having to camp overnight. In the woods. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I suppose it was kind of cold where the. You where think? They were. I think it's in Missouri. Uh, yeah, Michigan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be Yeah, cold. it's, it's going to be kind of cold. Especially because I imagine they're in bikinis. Yeah. <laughs> with in, nothing with them because they're tubing the river. Yeah. They're, yeah, for all intents and purposes, uh, not prepared for camping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I just... Yeah. Here's the picture of them, but they ended up stuck overnight and then in the morning after, you know, freezing morning, having to, you know, basically hike back up like a bunch of fucking idiots. And then they get checked out with, uh, you know, EMTs or mm-hmm. I'm sure like once... The people up top are like, hey, those girls never came back last night. Maybe we should call for emergency services. They, you know. Yeah. Really? (laughs) Six hours. (laughs) It's going to go in a circle. This is not Fiesta, Texas. Right. It's not Schlitterbahn. It's not a man-made. Yeah, this is not a concrete Lazy river. river. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you don't have 50 people smushed into each other in a concrete river. This is nature. <laughs> nature doesn't do that. Haven't you ever seen a map? Apparently not. Don't, you know, I think you need to go back to school. <laughs> um, take some geography. And maybe some marine biology. <laughs> Learn how water works. <laughs> water cannot go in circles, water, y'all. <laughs> Like if the oh. water's going in circles, it's in a toilet. <laughs> and that's, that's how water works. Rivers don't Unless go you're in, in Australia, then it does something real weird. I don't even know. Yeah. It goes the other way. It's weird. Water goes up in Australia. Because... <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Fucking Australia. You can't even explain. It's just... Uh, Florida yeah, is one thing. Australia, Australia is just... <laughs> Australia is from Mars. That's it. <laughs> the Australians are from Mars. We've checked it out. No, the, Austra- the people are from England. The fucking <laughs> continent is from Mars. It's just a chunk of Mars that plopped down with a bunch of crazy giant animals that are going to kill everything. Yep. There are trees that kill horses in Australia. Fuck that. And there are spiders that trap people in their there houses. Are spiders that trap people in their houses for hours upon end. But that, that's a story for another day. <laughs> Come back next week. Come back next week. I probably will stick it in there because <laughs> why the fuck not? I'm so behind on crazy shit right now that I've, I've kind of got a backlog of stuff I can dig into now. <laughs> But, I finished my ice cream. No, oh, she finished her ice cream. Fortunately, you also finished your ice cream at the end of the news. Yay! So, do you have like news music? I need to get more newsy music. My 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 newsies because that's like a Broadway show, I'm and I can getting, definitely do that for no, you. I'm not doing music from newsies, but my my because uh, you don't listen anymore. But my my news music is is like a. Uh, bum, 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 bum. Is it's uh like a Morse code beep 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 beep? That's what I just did. No, it's like beep 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 beep. beep That's beep, what I was trying to do. I'm not very good at you're it. Like, dun, 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 dun. Morse code does not. Dun, 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 dun. No, that was the second one. The first one I did was the dun, 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 dun. whatever. I think that's nightline. I think that's trademarked. <laughs> and that's the way the cookie crumbles. Thank you, Bruce Nolan. <laughs> It was like for a second, what the fuck's his name? What the fuck's his name? Okay. <laughs> okay, dear. Well, I'm not going to make you hang around for the recommended listening this week. Because you are done with your ice cream and you have to go to sleep. I do. I need to go to bed. But thank you for joining me and, and seeing... Thank you for paying me. For paying you an ice cream that I bought this afternoon. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but thank you for... For joining me and seeing what I do with the show now that you're not that you're not listening. Oops. <laughs> like you haven't listened to the show since I changed to this format. Pretty much. But this is the fun shit that I do. I make fun of crazy bitches that don't know how water works. <laughs> but alright. Now we'll have one more quick break. And I will be back with this week's featured podcast, Nerds with Words. Hi, my name's Jeremy. I've listened to podcasts for years. I've always had questions about my favorite shows or for my favorite hosts. I started a Facebook group called Podcasts We Listen To. It's a place where listeners can talk about their favorite shows and find new favorites. It's a place where podcasters can get tips on improving their shows share their shows, and find new audiences. It's a place for all things and all genres of podcasts. That group has taught me that we all have questions about our favorite hosts. And now that group has become a show called Podcasts We Listen To. You can join me every Wednesday as I sit down with your favorite podcast hosts. You can get in questions for hosts by emailing them to podswelistento at gmail.com or you can tweet me at podcastswlt. And of course, you can join the Facebook group as well. I'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your favorite shows. See you next Wednesday.
Hey there, podcast fans. I'm Matt. I'm Joe. And I'm Becky. And every Tuesday, we're getting goofy and geeking out on pre-recorded live. We talk nerdy news, movies, comics, and TV, video games, music, and potpourri. Wait, what? Potpourri? Pine cones and dried wood chips and dried flowers and stuff? No, like, you know, whatever. So I could have just said whatever. I think that's better. Okay, so let's say video games, music, and whatever. So check us out online at prereclive.wix.com backslash podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't worry, guys. I'll let that poopery part out. Terrific. <laughs> Recommended listening. Hey, this is Adam Nutter. And this is Greg Trout. Come check out our podcast, Nerds with Words. Adam and I talk about pop culture, comedy, comic books, movies, conspiracies. We're both comedians and we might make you laugh. Every week we welcome a guest from the entire spectrum of pop culture and science and comedy. You can follow us on Twitter at NerdsWithWords1. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This week's featured podcast is Nerds With Words. And I, I gotta tell you... It's a slightly misleading name, and I only say slightly because they are, in fact, nerds, and they are talking, but you would think a show with nerd in the title would be a lot more nerdy, or, in fact, it's, it's much, it's, they're much more subtle about it, and that's probably why I like it so much, because really, those, I, I cannot get into those uber nerdy technical shows where they just, they're oozing nerd to a point that they're just annoying and obnoxious. I mean, these guys are a couple of stand-up comedians who happen to be into video games and comic books and anime. But they're also a couple of middle-aged stand-up comedians. Okay, like, like, eh, they, uh, uh, Greg is, like, he's middle-aged, but, uh, Adam is yeah, a bit younger. But, <clears throat> it's that's it, probably like from the nerd perspective that's what i love about it is that they they're they're not over the top with their nerdy but what's funny is the nerd part of it isn't even really the point of the show it just happens to be kind of a an element of the hosts because in reality it's much more of an interview show but it's not like an interview show as much as it's a, a conversational show they bring on interesting people and talk to them. And sometimes the, the conversations go all over the place and they'll bring somebody on and, and they might be talking about their specialty or they might be talking about something in their life that's completely separate from their specialty. And I guess one of the recent episodes, which was, it was crazy. And I, I, I will say I was equally parts like equally parts. I was equal parts. Like I felt smarter and I felt dumber at the end of this episode. And here's why it actually was with, uh, and look up his name. Cause I don't want to fuck up his name, but he was, uh, see Christopher JC, I believe was the episode. And this guy is, well, he's, he's a writer and a blogger, but he, he kind of, his area of expertise is in romantic Satanism. 
And I don't mean like, you know, two Satanists fall in love and make, and raise little Satanists. I mean, like in, like in uh, romantic literature, like way the fuck back in the day and the old timey stuff and all this. And you think, what the fuck? And on a comedy show, would you find a guy? And, and again, this is not affiliated with like the, the, the Church of Satan and all this stuff, because all that's just started in the 60s. He's, he actually is an expert in, from, in Satanism from the Romantic period and the rent, like, you know, the Romantic period, the Renaissance, the, uh, the, the neoclassic period from like the back in the day, old shit, centuries old interpretations of Satanism or of, of Satan and all this stuff. Well, of course, because this is nerds with words and it's a very fluid conversation and it's just a, Hey, let it, the conversation go where it will. Somebody makes a reference to fucking Funko pops because Adam's a huge collector of Funko pops and they're actually sponsored by, I'm what I feel like is probably just a local store or a local dealer that they've hooked up with because he's such a big collector and it's a, his big thing. But they, they'll make a reference to Funko Pops or they'll make a, 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 a baseball reference and they'll go all over from talking about uh, fucking romantic Satanism to baseball to video games and it'll just flow completely naturally and it's not like a forced nerdery. It's just a, to explain this point, you used a comparison with this nerd subject or you compared this person or this character or this thing to somebody from a video game or a comic book or whatever. And it makes it more relatable, especially when you're talking about something from like fucking ancient history like that. But there was so much that I learned listening to this guy explain these things that I was like, Oh my God, you learned so much. And like, I learned so much, but at the same time I felt fucking dumb. I felt like just a complete idiot. Like, oh man, he fucks. He's so much smarter. I'm, I'm dumb. Uh, and actually, I said as much to the guys when I, I sent them a message. I just flat said, like, I felt so much smarter and so dumb at the end of that episode. And they were like, me too. I could not understand half of the shit he was talking about. <laughs> but... One of the craziest things, again, with these fucking guys, they're, I mean, they're really funny and they're, I mean, they're stand up comedians. But at the same time, Greg is like, he's an art buff. He's an art person and a history person and he is educated. And it was crazy as they were going through, and again, because the subject matter was kind of ancient history and Satanism and all these things, he was pulling facts and shit out of his ass that I was like, where the, what the hell? Huh, huh? He was quoting Bible verses and pulling Bible verses out of his ass like it was nothing. And, but it was, it was all, it was in context to something. It was like nothing preachy. It was just a, here's the reference in, in line with the conversation and the point in history. And the, here's this lesson and this thing. And here's one way this is interpreted. But it's just so crazy that that's the, the dynamic of the show is that it's these very natural conversations. And sometimes it's necessarily about the expertise of the subject, the guest, or sometimes it's about, you know, Funko Pop figures. 
And there was another guest that came on, and I forget what the fuck he was doing, but they went on for 20 minutes talking about the value of the various Funko Pop toys that they owned and comparing the value and the collectability of their individual collections and what, like, it just goes that way. Um, so I, I really dig this show. And actually, I'm, I like because they actually reached out to me a while back, complimenting me on this show. And when I I listened to him, I'm like, fuck, this is awesome. I love these guys. But again, I like that they don't beat you over the head with the nerdery. It's just a, it's just an element of them, of themselves. Kind of like me in that, yeah, I've got that nerd side to me. And it doesn't always show through, but sometimes it does. I seriously, like I, I mentioned before with the whole break, I seriously came back from break expecting to do a, like, a post uh, San Diego Comic Con episode, just talking, just nerding out over all the fucking trailers and all the shit that came out of Comic Con. But it really, it's kind of too late for that shit right now. But that was you know me me flexing my nerd for a bit. But it's it's cool to listen to them, and I I love listening to their conversations because I, the first episode I listened to of theirs, they were talking to an archaeologist. Well, she didn't actually work as like an active, like digging archaeologist. She was actually working for a historical cemetery, like famous. And I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but she actually worked for a famous historic cemetery and raising money and doing a lot of events and things with them. And like only these guys would bring an archaeologist onto the show and not spend the entire time talking about archaeology or bring... You know, and they talk, but I love whoever they bring on. And it, it's, you know, it's actors, it's comedians, it's podcasters, any, any and everybody they could get really, uh, from all walks of life to sit and talk to them and just have a conversation. And it's really cool because they're just having a natural conversation. And they're, you know, I will say, uh, Adam can, much like me, I think it's an Adam thing, he can, drag the conversation off into the the fucking weeds and greg can usually kind of if they get too out there greg can kind of pull it back but it's really funny to just hear all of the twists and turns that they make with these it's really cool so if you have a a, the fraction of a nerd bone in your body or you just like listening to cool stories from people. I highly suggest checking out Nerds with Words. And they actually just recently got their like their big boy I, I say big boy website because I don't even have one yet. But you can find them at nerdswithwordspodcast.com. But that is going to do it for me tonight. I want to thank my wife Rihanna for coming on and 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 ripping on some stuff and and talking school stress with me because <laughs> I think when it comes to the dad side of the show I kind of I'm lacking there some days but thank you to my wife for coming for for sharing the show with me and seeing what it is I do when she's not looking um, and just remember you can always catch up with me on Facebook and Twitter at odd dad out or you could join the Facebook group, the Twisted Children of the Odd Dad Out, where I post up a lot of the stories that 
I, you could say, leave on the cutting room floor. Ones that I just, I don't get around to, or I don't think kind of fit with the, with the flow of any given episode. And so you check that out. Again, the Twisted Children of the Odd Dad Out on Facebook. And if you you want to be a little more personal, you could always just email me, odddadout at gmail.com. And remember, it's a lot easier to get every episode delivered right to you if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Or you can even use your, if you're an Android user, and I will admit I'm an Android user, uh, check out, you can use your little Google Voice app and just say, you know, I'm going to fuck with your phone right now. Uh, Okay, Google, play the Odd Dad Out podcast. And guess what? It'll do it. It'll pop it up right there for you. And I'm probably sure maybe some people just got pissed at me right now because I just fucked with their phone. Oh, well, I'm probably going to do it every week for a while. But either way, you can search for me in, in the Google Play Music Store or Stitcher or Spreaker or or your favorite podcatcher. But the important part is subscribe to the show. Uh, if you are so inclined, leave me a five-star review. Let me know what you like, what you don't like. And tell your friends, because you know what? You can rate and review all day, but telling your friends gets more people to listen. And that's really what I want. I want more people to, to share in the oddity that is, that is this show. But I, I know I'm running long. It's been a while. Give me a break. I just, I had to get back on here. I missed you too much. But... Until next week, maybe I'll figure out exactly how my my schedule is going to work out with getting this done. But until next time, thank you and good night.